politicians brawling on whether gays go to hell. I mean, it's incredible. But do gays really go to hell? Let's ask an ex expert. Yeah, it's incredible. We're just days out from an election and here are our top politicians arguing if there is a hell and, if so, whether gays are going there. I cannot believe that the Prime Minister has not immediately said the gay people will not go to hell. It is not my view that that's the case. And, uh, you know, my faith is about that God's love is for everybody. I don't think if you're gay, you're going to go to hell. I don't know if hell exists, actually. When public figures uh, go out and make a comment that a group of people, in this case, law-abiding Australian citizens, are going to go to hell, uh, I reckon that is an easy proposition for any fair-minded Australian, let alone the Prime Minister of our country, to be able to say that's actually a statement which is hurtful. I don't know whether to laugh or cry about this. I mean, why are they even arguing about it? I mean, is Labor proposing uh, a new law banning hell? Uh, does it think that the Liberals should pass a law against God, saying, God, you can't send gays to this hell? I mean, what's the public policy dimension here? Still, it does tell me one thing, that Labor can't be trusted to defend free speech when it is now attacking the Prime Minister for what it assumes that he privately thinks about where gays go when they die. We're in some weird territory here, and to find our way out of this, I'm joined by the Reverend Dr Mark Dury, Anglican Minister, Adjunct Research Fellow at the Melbourne School of Theology, author of a brilliant new book on the origins of Islam. Um, Mark, thank you so much for dropping in again. Uh, look, can, can we get to some basics here? First of all, um, Bill Shorten, you just heard, is an Anglican like you, and he says there's no hell. Is there a hell? Yes, there is. Jesus speaks about it a number of times. So how does an Anglican, one of our most prominent Anglicans, say there isn't? I don't get this. Oh, there are some Christians that are not so sure about hell, but it's the mainstream majority view of Christianity. That's, that's pretty clear in Jesus' teaching. Well, the... It makes people feel uncomfortable, I think. I think that's it. It's too judgmental. <laughs> it hell? Is, it is. Because if there's no hell, then what did Christ come down to save mankind from if there's no hell? What, from a boring day, a, a bit of rain? I mean, it's just... Anyway, do gays go to hell? I think all sorts of people go to hell and Anglican vicars go to hell sometimes and even journalists. So I warn you, Andrew... I think you'll be stuffed with journalists. <laughs> but I think there's gays in heaven, there's gays in hell. I mean... The, the, the Bible says that everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners and we all need to repent. Yet, when I read uh, 1 Corinthians, I see quite clearly um, a, a message. This is uh, from St Paul, uh, where it says, men who practice homosexuality will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, there's a list there of a whole series of different... Oh, fornicators, thieves, the greedy, the drunkards. Yeah, so Paul is uh, calling upon those new believers to live changed lives. And one of the things that the church has taught and still usually does is that uh, homosexual practice is, is sin, so along with other things. So he's calling upon them to live holy and pure lives. And he says, yes, you, you can't persist in your faith if you walk down that track at the same time. You need to make a choice. So basically, Israel Folau's right. You can't be a practising gay. 
Well, what he, what he said in his post is, Jesus loves you and you should repent and uh, turn away from... That your, means your... stop being gay or stop acting gay. Well, he, yeah, he's saying stop having homosexual sex. That's, that's what he's saying. Seems a bit unfair. Um, but Rugby Australia now wants to sack Israel Folau for saying what you've said. Well, that's actually in the Bible. Uh, Corinthians... Do you think this is an attack on Christianity? I don't think it's an attack on Christianity as such, but it's an attack on religious freedom and particularly the right of someone to hold beliefs about the afterlife and to publicly manifest them in international understandings of what of human rights. The, the freedom to have a faith is one thing, but it's a freedom to manifest it in public that's, that's under attack here. We... Um, right, so... You hedged a bit, but it seems to me you actually endorse the, the Bible says if you're gay and you have gay sex, you're going to go to hell. Well, I think that's unfair, but that's what the Bible says. It says you should repent of that and turn to God. Um, and yeah, but repent means stop doing it. Heaven is full of sinners. Yes, it does mean a sincere turning away from your sin. Uh, and, a lot of people are saying, well, well, that seems uh, rather unfair, but whatever. Here's the thing. Is thinking that gays, when they die, go to hell, right, has that got any relevance to dealing with gays on earth? Us. Well, I think it does because the, the message of Christianity should be one of, of love, of calling people to love Jesus, to follow him, to listen to him. And if you're putting out a slogan, you know, gays go to hell, which is not actually what I think what Israel Follow was saying, you're, you're actually communicating um, the opposite of that. So I, I, I wouldn't be making the post that he did the way he did. But, but it, 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 it will affect gay people if you tell them you should repent and turn away from the life that you've been I've following. I've got that. that fine. But on the other hand, do you, I've got gay friends, right? They're not repenting of anything. They come to you. The fact that you think that they will go to hell if they don't repent, does that mean that you can't deal with them sweetly, nicely and just, you know, evenly uh, here on earth. Well, you, have to, you just leave it to God. You, you have to understand that I, I believe that about everybody, about everything, you know, that everyone needs to turn away from their sin, whatever it is. So every time someone walks in through the door that's on my mind, is this person turning to God? Are they repenting? Do they, do they love God? What, what is the priority in their life in the way You don't shun the gay person that says, uh, I'm not giving up my partner, I'm... No, I love them and reach out to them. Listen to them like everyone who comes to church or reaches out to. I mean, you should show love and, and respect and honour to people, but that doesn't mean that I don't believe in the reality of sin. No, I've got that. But the point is, I guess, that regardless of what people's private views are of where people will go after they die, it need not affect how we treat each other with respect here on earth. It shouldn't, no. No, I mean, I... Uh, the, the Bible says everyone's destined for hell without being saved by Christ. That doesn't mean I wander around hating everybody. It's, it's actually quite the opposite. Christ died for us while we're still sinners. So the awareness of the human condition and the fallenness of our condition actually in, it should incite a, a Christian to love other people. Now, this is just one example of where it seems to me Christian teaching, Christianity itself is under attack. I could give you dozens of examples of given a number here over the years. Here's one that I found just today, the Australian newspaper reported. It shows Connor 
Parisis, who is now the Greens candidate for the Sydney seat of Barton, abusing Christian students who were giving out free food at Sydney University two years ago during the gay marriage debate. Have a listen. What a joke! You know who's a joke? Yeah. Yeah. You know who's a joke? Yeah. You know who's a joke? Yeah. You know who's a joke? Listen. Now, elsewhere, uh, this uh, Parisis, who's a Greens candidate, as I said, uh, is uh, filmed yelling, I wish I could kick your face in. What do you think it says about the status of Christianity now, the threat that it's under when a Greens candidate can be put forward who has those sorts of views? Well, it's, it is deeply troubling. He's inciting... If that's the case, then he's inciting violence against people on the basis of their religious beliefs. And uh, it's troubling that the vetting has not been adequate of, of his track record and history. It seems symbolic, doesn't it? Well, it is true that there is hostility to Christians in our society. And I've spoken to many people who've lost their jobs because they've become Christians or undergone pressure at work because of their faith. It's normal. Um, and, but the level of hatred that you some, you know, is, that's extreme is uh, more unusual, I think. It's, it is troubling that it, it probably, if anything, seems to be rising. Um, there is no word uh, uh, quite equivalent to Islamophobia that captures this phenomenon. Christophobia. But it's not... It's not really established in our vocabulary. But I'll start making it so. Yeah, it is, it is reality. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it is. I really think it is. I think we feel a little bit on the cusp of a new dark ages. Mark Dury, thank you so much indeed for your time. Thank you.